After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, this is Ethan Skolnick for the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reasons Sports Network. We're going to try this again. We're here in Chicago, Illinois for NBA All-Star Weekend. Today is Rising Stars Day. Just got finished with interviews with Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero. We'll have more information on Tyler here in a second. I'll be joined today by Nikias Duncan, who is here with me in Chicago. Before we get to today's episode, though, I want to tell you about one of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. You can find them at onecalllegal.com. Spell it out, O N E calllegal.com. They've got someone there 24 hours a day to handle your legal needs, whatever they may be, whether it's immigration, slip and fall, traffic tickets, sports law. They handle just about everything at Seltzer Mayberry. they got a great new promotion that's coming up too with traffic tickets. We're going to have more information for you on that soon. And they're based right there in North Miami, just south of the Golden Glades, although the handle cases from all over the state might have just been a slip and fall on the court here. We're at Rising Stars practice. So check out the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. Again, that's onecalllegal.com. And now, today's episode. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back. We're just we're doing this low tech today. No big podcast equipment, so apologize if there's some audio issues. But we want to get you as much content as we possibly can. We've got more people here from South Florida, although Nikias is not really from South Florida, but we won't give that away. We got more people who cover the Heat uh, here than any other outlet has sent. Uh, Alex Toledo, um, millennials, he's just getting out of bed, but he'll be joining us here <laughs> over the weekend. But Nikias, we're gonna get to a couple of things today. We're gonna focus on the young guys, and then we're gonna focus on the new. Older guys that were brought in. Let me start with the news on Tyler Hero. One of the things that happens here at All-Star is things are not as tightly controlled. Um, So as you may have found over the past 25 years, the Miami Heat put tight controls on injury information. Sometimes it's not what it really is. Uh, I've dealt with that many, many times. Mike Miller, I remember Quentin Richardson in the locker room in 2000, I believe it was 2010, uh, they claimed there was no injury all this time, and then a Heat official walked over after the Heat were eliminated by Boston and said Quentin will be having surgery tomorrow. Uh, this kind of thing has happened over the years. The Tyler Hero injury was originally disclosed as an ankle. It's not an ankle. It's a foot injury. Tyler Hero talked about that today, and he also said, and you can find this on my Twitter feed, or at Five Reasons Sports, that he was initially told he would be out until the playoffs. Uh, that is new information. But the news is actually better than that. Um, he had a good uh, visit with a doctor this week. 
he's getting the cast off, he said, or the boot off on Wednesday, and he believes that he will be uh, good to go not long after that. So that's the news on Tyler Hero. The other news on Tyler Hero is he loves Cuban food. Uh, for some reason, that video I put up has gone viral, um, and he can say hola in Spanish. But let's get to Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero. No Tyler Hero playing in the game tonight. Uh, Kendrick is, though. We've seen Kendrick play hurt lately. Tyler tried to play hurt. Kendrick has not looked great lately. What do you want to see from the two of them when they're both healthy and back in the second half of the season? Well, obviously health is going to be the big issue there. But other than that, it's really going to see how they grow defensively. Kendrick Nunn started the year off pretty well. Um, getting over screens, staying attached to guys, kind of jumping, dribble handoffs and things like that. Then teams started realizing how aggressive he was and they started back-cutting him. And since then, he's been kind of being, getting stuck on screens, and that's kind of hurt the heat at the point of attack. And that's a little part of the reason why they've gone so much zone, kind of helped with the dribble penetration there. So once Kendrick Nunn gets healthy, you know, Achilles are no joke at any, you know, any rate. But if he gets back right, seeing how he does at the point of attack is going to be the biggest thing for him because I think the shot's going to come back once the leg comes back. And, and Tyler, now, Spolster's made a point when Tyler's played better defensively to point it out. He's going to get him more minutes. But one of the things I've noticed about Tyler is he's provided these incredible moments this year, particularly at home, fourth quarters. We can kind of remember them. But their on-off numbers with Tyler have not been great. They're, they're kind of a slightly below-average team when he's on the court. How does that change, and how playable is he down the stretch and going into the playoffs, particularly on the road where he struggled? Um, similar to the Nun thing, it's really going to come down to defense for Hero, I think. He does see the floor well on that end. He's a pretty good helper weak side. So I do think that's going to come. And, again, if he comes back, if the foot doesn't bother him too much, I think he's going to get better as he, um, you know, the game slows down a little bit for him, gets more used to seeing different NBA actions. But uh, I think defense is the big part of that. I think the defense is tanked. He's been paired a lot with Goran Dragic off the bench. And Goran Dragic is also not a great defender. So uh, it's going to be up to those two guys to kind of make shots to neutralize that. But, um, yeah, I think it's just going to come down to hero. It's going to come down to defense for hero. And as you said, Spose pointed out when he's played well, um, he does see the floor well. So I think that's a positive. If he holds his weight there, I think you're going to see him close out a lot more. But you mentioned it, and this is the issue. They need Goran Dragic on the floor for his offense and for his ball handling, particularly since they don't have Justice, right? Justice is tweeting in Memphis now. He's not playing, but he's tweeting. Uh, but, and I know, I know that's some consternation because you were a big Justice guy, and as, as were a lot of people. Uh, but the issue I have is who do you play with Goran? Because you mentioned it, like with Hero, you've got the playmaking with the two of them and the creativity offensively, but defensively, that's two guys they can pick on, which means you can't really put a third one you can pick on on the floor with them. Mm-hmm. And the Heat have some bigs you can pick on. But with none in Dragic, and I have to check the numbers, but early on, the numbers with none in Dragic were bad together. So how do you play these three? I mean, Jimmy's going to play. Duncan's going to play in some capacity, but that's another defensive issue. Who do you pair with Nunn and Hero? Nunn and Hero played together a lot in Summer League. They haven't played together so much lately. Um, I think that's where the addition of Andre Godal and Jay Crowder comes in. Um, those guys are both tough defenders. They're smart defenders. Um, just keeping all four of those guys kind of grouped in with those um, early subs in the first quarter and third quarter. If you have one of Jimmy, if you have one of Jimmy or Bam to kind of close that out, they can either go small. Or, you know, you have Bam at the five. You can have, kind of have more defense around those two. You're still letting Gorn run the offense. Um, I think that's going to be the answer there. You'll just have to hope that Jay Crowder keeps up the shooting or if Andre Iguodala is solid on spot-ups because then the floor can get a little bit cramped there. Rookies in the playoffs uh, typically go through ups and downs. People forget Dwayne Wade's rookie season. 
everybody remembers the shot scene, you know, the play he played against Indiana, Stan pulling him off the floor. But also they remember the, the runner in the lane in Game 7. They remember the three, I think it was Game 5, which extended Game 5. Uh, but they forget that in Game 1, I think he shot like 3 of 16 from the floor. Um, what can Heat fans, I mean, with Duncan Robinson, they're basically playing three. Duncan's not a rookie, but he's a rookie. What can be expected? They get in a playoff series against Philadelphia. Say Philadelphia adds a couple buyout guys. They've already added a couple players to the roster. What is the reasonable expectation level for Nunn and Hero? What have you seen that would give you confidence that they're going to be able? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To rise above, what are going to be challenges there? Um, I think it's, it's a testament to how good they are as shooters, but also a bit scary that the Heat really rely on them because as great as Jimmy Butler is, he isn't an off-the-bounce type scorer, and that's what you're going to need when games slow down. Jimmy likes to operate and pick and roll a lot. And as teams, especially Philly, if they dip under screens or they switch those, is putting a lot of strain on Jimmy to either hit jumpers or force his way to the line against contested paint. The Heat have been using Duncan Robinson specifically in a lot of those dribble handoffs against sagging bigs. That's why the Duncan Robinson bam out of bio dribble handoffs been so effective. Because while teams are sagging off a of bam, that's letting Duncan Robinson kind of flow in to put full of threes. And he's been insane at those. So um, I do think if teams continue to play drop against bam or you know, depending on how small they go, if, it, if they're using DJJ at the four or whatever, they use him as a screener. Um, those pull-up looks are going to be there. Um, it's going to depend on what their legs are like by the time we get to the playoffs to see how effective they're going to be on that. 
Um, but I think that's where their value is going to lie there, just as those pull-up shoot- shooting threats. You mentioned uh, what their legs are like. We're going to touch on that right after the break. Before we do, though, uh, not a sponsor this time, but we want to direct you to our website, fivereasonsports.com. Nikias writes there regularly his launching pad. I believe Gutch Check will be coming back with uh, Greg Sylvander this week. I'm starting to write for season ticket. But also, we've got all our merchandise there. We've got a new all-star shirt uh, with the six guys who are here for the Heat this weekend. So check that one out. Our Bucket Brothers shirt, our tribute to Udonis Haslam, uh, the BAM VP t-shirt, which not not as ludicrous as it may have seemed like a few weeks ago. Um, obviously, check out Zach Lowe's piece on him. But go to 5 Everybody asks where all the merchandise is. It's all, it's all right there. We've got, I think, 12 heat shirts on the site. All right, you mentioned legs here. Before we get to Iguodala and Crowder, I'm meaning to ask you this. Um, the Heat look like they may be in the four spot, potentially. Now, I know they have the softest schedule of all the, the better teams in the East left. Mm. They could surge back to two or three, but the way that Toronto's playing and the way that Tatum has taken this next step now and the Heat have already sort of, they're already down in the tiebreaker to Boston because they've lost to Boston twice. So it's looking like Miami and Philadelphia are headed for this collision course. We also know the Heat have the biggest disparity for home road that I can remember in their history. Typically they've not been that much better at home than on the road and this year they're two totally different teams. So let me ask you this. you got two weeks left in the season. We've seen that Jimmy Butler looks much, much, much better with rest. How do you, Alf and I and Alex and I have had this same debate, but how do you measure the importance of Jimmy getting a couple of games off late in the season versus going for the fourth seed that you might need against Philadelphia? Ooh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I do think... I think the rest probably is more important than home court. I know what the home road splits are, but just in terms of mentality, Jimmy isn't scared on the road. Tyler isn't scared on the road. Um, Kendrick Nunn, as drastic as his home road splits have been, we've seen him show out on the road against Philly. So I don't, I don't worry about any of those guys in a playoff setting, uh, especially against Philly since they seem to have found um, some stuff working with the zone. Um, again, Joel Embiid is going to sag off of Bam, so that's going uh, to generate a bunch of open looks for Kendrick off of dribble handoffs, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. So I think the formula is there. So I think it's just going to be making sure that they have enough legs to knock down those shots, especially since they're going to be in a physical matchup on the other end. So just make sure they have, in, have their energy and make sure that they're healthy. I think that's going to be more important. Than so you would go towards rest. So would I. I. I would go towards rest, even though uh, Philly's splits are more drastic than the Heat's. I mean, Philly's, a, Philly's like... I mean, the Heat and Philly are both elite teams at home. The Heat are mediocre on the road. Philly's bad on the road. Mm-hmm. But I'm still in – what I've seen with Jimmy, it's just such a difference. I mean, he's le- he looks totally – even coming off the injury, the, the last injury, just coming back and the way he's looked. All right, last one here. Iguodala Crowder. Jay Crowder's turned into Jay Allen since they got him. I don't know what the hell's going on there. That's not going to hold up. Um, it's just not. I mean, we saw this with Joe Johnson a little bit when he first came over the Heat, right? And Joe Johnson's a borderline Hall of Famer. Jay Crowder is not. Um, but one question, who is going to be more important to them in the postseason from what you've seen so far, Iguodala or Crowder? Ooh, I think most important would probably be Crowder just because the Heat have such a revolving door at the four. Um, Derrick Jones Jr. has had a, I don't want to say a breakout, he's had a really good season um, you know, relative to expectations, but teams still do not guard him at all from outside. And Jay Crowder is an under um, is an underwhelming shooter, but he's still not a guy that you can completely ignore. Um, he's also a pretty tough defender. He can defend up a position, so I think that works there. So I think they're going to need him to solidify those um, those small lineups because Bam at the five is where the Heat's bread is really being buttered. Mm-hmm. We haven't really been able to see that much. 
So I think in the playoffs, you're going to see a lot of Bam at the five, and you're going to need Jay Crowder to kind of solidify that four spot. Can you play? We saw the other night. Jimmy, DJJ, Crowder, and Iguodala all on the floor at the same time, which basically means if you throw Bam out there, you can literally switch everything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play zone, <laughs> which yes. has been the big bugaboo this season. Uh, is that can you play that lineup? Because where's the sh- is there enough shooting in that lineup? If you're talking Iggy, Crowder, DJJ, Butler, and Bam, that you can survive with that lineup for even short stretches. Um, if we're looking, if we're projecting a potential four-five lineup, I mean four-five matchup against Philly, I think you can in burst, just because again they f- figured out a way to kind of neutralize and beat in the middle of the floor. And when you look at a guy like Jimmy, a guy like Bam, a guy like Derrick Jones Jr., Iggy especially, um, they're all really good in transition. They're all smart ball movers. So if you can force those misses, they're already small. They're going to be quicker than Philadelphia. That's going to be an easy way for them to generate offense. The transition, half, yeah, basically. Yeah, the half court is going to get a little tough there. But, again, Jay Crowder is a smart cutter, and if he's, if he's Jay Allen now, then I guess you can't really, <laughs> you can't really ignore him. Right. Um, Bam seems a little bit more comfortable taking those intermediate shots. Uh, you know, Jimmy's a question mark as a shooter, but if he can get to the line, that's kind of fine. Iguodala seems to turn into, you know, play Thompson in the corner in the playoff series. Right. So uh, I think they would have enough against Philly. Against other teams, I'd be more concerned. Like, if they face, face Boston, I don't think you can really. No, no I, no, I don't think so. Although they would have enough wings there to guard Boston's wings, which is the big issue. And, uh, you know, I'm still, I still can see Gordon Hayward abusing Duncan Robinson in my sleep. And, and I, you know, that would avoid it a little bit. All right, that's Nikias Duncan. Follow him at Nikias NBA. Like I said, more short episodes this weekend. So make sure you subscribe because if you don't subscribe, you may not see the latest, especially if you're not on Twitter. You can check out Seltzer Mabry Law Firm. Bet DSI if you want to bet anything this weekend. Bam has the worst odds to win the skills competition. And I actually think he's got a shot. If he just can make the three-pointer, he can actually win that thing. So go to BetDSI.com and use the promo code 5 that's spelled out. F-I-V-E-101. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.